0: Well, we have been wishing each other a Merry Christmas, and today on this Christmas Day, I want to wish you a different kind of Christmas, a -A M-A-R-Y Christmas, a Merry Christmas indeed. If you have your Bibles, would you turn to Luke chapter 2? And we'll be starting at verse 1. And if you are able to, would you please stand as we read God's word. Luke chapter 2, starting at verse 1. At that time, the Roman emperor Augustus decreed that a census should be taken throughout the Roman Empire. This was the first census taken when Quirinius was governor of Syria. All returned to their own ancestral towns to register for this census. And because Joseph was a descendant of King David, he had to go to Bethlehem in Judea, David's ancient home. He traveled there from the village of Nazareth in Galilee. He took with him Mary, to whom he was engaged, who was now expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. She wrapped him snugly in strips of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no lodging available for them. That night there were shepherds staying in the fields nearby, guarding their flocks of sheep. Suddenly an angel of the Lord appeared among them and the radiance of the Lord's glory surrounded them. They were terrified, but the angel reassured them, Don't be afraid, he said. I bring you good news that will bring great joy to all people. The Savior, yes, the Messiah, the Lord has been born today in Bethlehem, in the city of David. You will recognize him by this sign. You will find a baby snugly wrapped in cloth, strips of cloth, lying in a manger. The shepherds went back to their flocks, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen. It was just as the angel had told them. Let us pray. Father, indeed, we are so grateful to be able to celebrate the birth of our Savior. We are so grateful to be able to gather together on this Christmas day that we set aside to worship you and celebrate your birth, O God. We thank you for sending your Son. We thank you for the miracles and for the power that is contained in this story. And indeed, we pray that you would open up our minds and hearts to hear from you this morning. We commit this time into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Feel free to be seated. Well, Mary and Joseph certainly had a lot of challenges. Challenges that they had to go through and overcome from the very beginning. From having to tell her fiancé and her parents that she was a pregnant virgin to having people gossip and talk about her and possibly be shunned. She had to travel many, many miles while being pregnant. And obviously, there was no room for them when it was time to give birth to her baby. And so there were many challenges that they had to overcome, many things that they had to go through, but despite all All that they went through, they celebrated a wonderful first Christmas. They celebrated the birth of baby Jesus. And I know in the same way for many of you, this has been a difficult year. You have been met with many challenges There have been disappointments and stress. You have faced many heartaches and burdens and lots of things that you have had to go through. But despite all that you have been through, you have made it. You have overcome with the help of God and we are able to celebrate Christmas. I know. Many people, when they go through a difficult time, they say, well, I'm not celebrating Christmas. I'm not in the mood to celebrate. I've been through so much. But you see, my friends, when we talk about celebrating Christmas, despite what we have been through, it doesn't change the fact that our Savior was born and we have a reason to celebrate. Our Savior was born and we can celebrate the coming of Christ. On this Christmas, my prayer for you is that you would experience the kind of Christmas that Mary experienced on that first Christmas day. A Christmas similar to the things that she saw, the things that were around her. And so may you have a Merry Christmas by expecting something exciting to happen. May you have a merry Christmas by expecting something new and exciting to happen in your life. For Mary and Joseph, they were expecting their baby to be born. They were expecting their child to come and for them to be able to celebrate the birth of Jesus. And you know, there's a difference Between expecting something to happen and then hoping that something will happen. When we hope something will happen, we are hoping, believing, and, and trying to, to see if it will happen. We're, we're, we're hoping that it's going to happen, but we're not sure exactly if and when it will. But when we expect something to happen, we believe that it will and it is guaranteed. We believe that it will happen. And my friends, my prayer for you is that something new and exciting would happen in your life would happen for you this Christmas and into this new year, that you would experience God's promises come to pass in your life, that he would fulfill those promises that he has made, that you would experience his hand upon you and upon your family, and maybe for you that new and exciting thing may be The birth of a baby, like Mary and Joseph expected and had. Maybe it might be a career change or a new job opportunity. Maybe it's an engagement or an upcoming wedding. Maybe it's a special gift or a special trip. Maybe that new thing that you're expecting is healing. Or for your family member to come to know Christ Maybe it's an answer to prayer or a new friendship, a change in your situation. Whatever it may be, may you believe that the God that we serve is bigger and able, and He is able to bring about those things to happen. He is able to do for us more than we could ever dream or imagine. And as Mary experienced this exciting birth, this exciting uh, thing that happened just from the very beginning of the miracle of her conception, may the Lord indeed move in your life and cause something new to happen. And for you, maybe that also could be hearing from God for the first time, Maybe it could be receiving a call to pastoral ministry or ministry as a missionary. Maybe it might be deciding to recommit your life to the Lord or become baptized. Whatever it may be, I pray that the Lord would help you. To receive it. And may we come to expect great things from God. You see, God is so big and is so able. And we should expect great things to happen from such a great and mighty God. In verse 6 and onwards, it says, And while they were there, the time came for her baby to be born. She gave birth to her firstborn son. But unfortunately the scripture goes on to say, there was no lodging available for them. There was no room for them. There was nothing available for them. The time had finally come for Mary to give birth to baby Jesus, but there was no space available for them. Unfortunately, this baby who was born king didn't have the royal treatment. His birth was not the birth that a king would expect, because he came not to a throne, but to a major. But he came in the most humble way possible, still not changing who he was, born Jesus, our king. My friends, although there was no room for him in the inn, we can make room for him in our lives. And this Christmas, may you have a Merry Christmas by making room for the, things in, the important things in your life. May you make room for the important things in your life, the important things like our Savior, like Jesus. You know, our our life is so busy. Are, Are you usually busy? Is there a lot going on in your life like mine? I'm sure there is. And we're constantly on the go. We're trying to find time to do this, to fit in this, to get that done, to take care of that. But in the midst of it all, we get things done that are important, right? Because we prioritize the things that are important. And may we prioritize our relationship with Jesus. The most important relationship that we can ever have is our relationship with the Lord. May you truly make room for him in every aspect of your life. May he not just be a part of your life, but may He be the center of your life. May He be the foundation on which all else is built, on which everything else revolves around Him. It is important that we make room for the important things in our life. And of course, our relationship with God is the most important relationship, but I also want to encourage you, In the weeks and months ahead, may you also make room and make time for other people who are important in your life. Many people... often don't spend a lot of time with important family members and loved ones. And they don't make as much effort. And so I encourage you to make room, make time to spend with your mother and your father, with your son and your daughter. Make time for your grandparents and your aunts and your uncles and cousins and friends and and the people in your life who mean the most. Let them know whether it's an occasional visit or a phone call, whether it's a text message or, you know, some sort of communication. It doesn't have to be all the time, but it needs to happen. May you truly make room for the things that matter, for the important things in your life, and above all, May we truly strive to make room for Jesus in every aspect of our life. And we can make room for Jesus by prioritizing our daily prayer life, by making time each day to read and to study God's word, by putting him first in worship and making it a priority to be regular in worship. This is how we make room for the Lord. And so this Christmas... May you truly have a Merry Christmas by making room for the things that matter, for the important things in your life. The scripture goes on to say that upon the birth of Jesus, a heavenly host of angels appeared praising God and saying, glory to God in highest heaven and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. Peace on earth to whom God is pleased. Have you ever been pleased with someone? Have you ever been pleased with someone or something? Well, I'm pleased when I go to the store to buy something, and when we get to the register, I realize it's on sale. I'm very pleased with that. I'm also very pleased when I finally finish doing the last load of laundry And can enjoy about five minutes before it gets filled again, right? I'm very pleased when my husband takes the initiative to do something and I don't have to ask him. That's right, you can give him a a round of applause. Um, So we get pleased in different ways. And when you are pleased with something, it means that you are very happy with it. To be pleased with something means that you're very happy with it. My friends, the scripture says that God is pleased and peace on earth to those with whom God is pleased. May you have a Merry Christmas by knowing that God is pleased with you. May you have a Merry Christmas by knowing that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is happy with you. That you are in right standing and right relationship with God. That he is happy with your life. He is happy with how you're living. He is happy with the things that you are doing. May we truly strive to live lives that are pleasing to God and know that he is pleased with us. We should want more than anything for God to be pleased with us. Often we seek approval and attention from so many other people when the one who matters most should have our divine attention, undivided attention and time, and we should choose and want him to be pleased with us the most. God was pleased with Mary for her willingness and her obedience to carry out the task that he had given her. God was pleased with her. How can we ensure that God is pleased with us? Well, God is pleased with us when we live a life that honors and glorifies him, when we live a life according to his word that he has laid out for us. God is pleased with us when we put him first in every aspect of our life, when we prioritize him and make sure that our relationship with him is good and solid and growing. God is pleased with us when we love the things that God loves and we hate the things that God hates. God is pleased with us when we trust in him and we completely have faith. Faith in Him alone, not in other people, not in objects, but in God alone. My friends, God's Word is a way for Him to communicate to us. And in His Word, when we study God's Word and we read and we meditate and we hide it in our hearts so that we won't sin against Him, God is pleased with us. May you indeed strive to grow deeper and deeper in your relationship with Jesus. May you ask the Lord to help you to change the things in your life that need to be changed, to start doing the things that you need to start doing, to stop doing things that you know you need to stop doing. May we indeed strive to make the Lord happy, to please the Lord in every way that we can. Because when we do, then we can truly experience true peace, knowing that God is happy and pleased with us. After the shepherds witnessed the birth of this baby, the angels told them uh, what had happened, and they were filled with joy and excitement. Imagine the shepherds witnessing this scene that the angels had just told them about. They were overjoyed. They were excited. They were in awe of the fact that Jesus had been born. The angels told us exactly what had happened, and it happened. The shepherds told everyone what had happened, and what the angel had said to them about this child, You see, the shepherds made it their duty. They made it, they took the initiative to go and to tell everyone they could about the birth of this Christ child. They went and told everyone what had happened. And my friends, may you have a Merry Christmas by telling everyone about the Christ of Christmas. May you tell all you can to everyone you can about the Christ of Christmas, about the reason that you celebrate, about the reason that you sing, about the reason that you worship. May we truly be excited and overjoyed as we celebrate this Christmas season. The shepherds were overjoyed and they were excited about the things that they had learned about this baby. And my friends, may we truly be excited too. As Christians, you know what the Lord has done in your life. You know the way that God has provided over and over and over for you. You know how God has saved you and helped you. You know the times that you didn't know how things were going to work out but God somehow helped them too. May we be so excited and overjoyed and in awe that like the shepherds, We make it our duty and our mission on a regular basis to tell the world about Jesus. The songwriter says, go tell it on a mountain, over the hills and far away. How beautiful are the feet of those who bring good news. May we truly go into this world and wherever we find ourselves at work, At school, with our families, with our neighbors, with those at the grocery stores, those at the gym, those on your sports team, wherever you are, may you truly be excited about the Christ of Christmas. May we want to share Jesus with other people because what we have experienced, we should want the world to experience as well. We should want them to know about Jesus. And when you have such exciting news, when you have an exciting message to share, you can't keep it to yourself, and you should want to share. And so may we strive to tell everyone that we can about the Christ of Christmas. You may wonder, well, you know, how do I even start that conversation How do I tell people about Jesus? One of the best ways that you can initiate and start that conversation is simply by sharing your own testimony, sharing your own experience, because people may argue about theological facts, different things, but they cannot argue about the personal experience that you have had with the Lord. And so be excited, share God's goodness with others, tell the world about Jesus, his goodness and his greatness. Tell them who he is. In verse 18, it says, All who heard the shepherd's stories were astonished. But Mary kept all these things in her heart and thought about them often. Mary kept everything that was said, everything that she had seen in her heart. And the scripture says, she thought about them often. I want to encourage you that as you live your life, especially spending moments with family and loved ones, be in the moment. Enjoy those moments. Cherish those moments and keep them in your heart so that you too can reflect and think about them often. Many of you are celebrating Christmas, but it is also a difficult time for you. Because you are missing a loved one. Because someone who you have loved and shared life with is no longer with you and is no longer present. But I want to encourage you that as Mary kept those moments in her heart and she thought about them often. May you reflect and think about beautiful moments that you have shared with your loved ones and reflect and share them with others as well. Think about them often. May you have beautiful moments with the Lord, moments in your own personal devotional and prayer life. May you have beautiful moments in worship as we worship the Lord together on a weekly basis as a congregation. May you have moments of quiet times with the Lord. Lord, that you can hold in your heart and reflect upon often. Some of you have wonderful childhood traditions that you have shared with us and you've told us about. I want to encourage you to think about them, to pass them on to your family and to continue to practice them. Hold those wonderful moments that you have had, childhood traditions in your heart, and continue to reflect on them. My friends, may this Christmas truly be one that is different than Christmases in the past. May you truly have a merry kind of Christmas. A Christmas by which you expect something exciting and new to happen in your life. A Christmas where you make room for the important things and people in your life. A Christmas knowing that God is pleased with you. And a Christmas where you strive to tell everyone that you can about the Christ of Christmas. Here are some beautiful Christmas reminders. May the Christmas gifts remind us of God's greatest gift, his only son. May the Christmas candles remind us of him who is the light of the world. May the Christmas trees remind us of another who died upon a tree. May the Christmas cheer remind us of him who said be of good cheer. May the Christmas feast remind us of him who is the bread of life. May the Christmas bells remind us of the glorious proclamation of his birth. May the Christmas carols remind us of the birth the angels sang about when they said, glory to God in the highest. And may the Christmas season remind us in every way of Jesus Christ, our King. Let us pray. Father, indeed, we thank you. For this opportunity to be in your house and worship on this Christmas day. And Lord, we thank you for the many reasons that we have to celebrate. And I pray over each family and individual that you would bless each one with the kind of Christmas that Mary enjoyed. The kind of Christmas that was on that first Christmas where they celebrated your birth, where miracles happened, where there was so much joy and excitement. We thank you, oh God, for the power that you have, for the authority that you have, for the ability that you have. And so we look to you and we trust in you. We ask that you would help us to put you first in every area of our life. We pray that you would be the center of all of our celebration and that we would focus on you, the reason for this season. And we thank you, oh God, for the gift of your son Jesus who came to earth to be Emmanuel, God with us. And we thank you indeed for this time. May you bless each one, and may you bless this Christmas. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.